0: I'm always underestimating how long something takes. So then I put too much in my calendar for the day. So I'm working out this right now, but it is a big one because what happens is that you can never get anything done you want and then you're beating yourself up about it. Welcome to the Hustle Rebellion Show. We are on a mission to prove that being busy all the time does not always lead to success. We are business owners who are ready to stop wasting energy so we can be more productive. This podcast will give you the steps to stop hiding behind the hustle so you can start living the life you want. I'm your host, Heather Porter. Welcome back, you guys. We're in episode 28. Now, I want to start this episode with a question for you. What creates overwhelm for you? what does? What actually creates overwhelm for you? I'll start. I'll give you some things, thoughts or actions that I have that create overwhelm with me. I think it's good to start with this because once you know, you're able to work on it, right? So the first one is comparing myself to others. That is a big one. You know, going on social media and scrolling through feeds and going, I should be further along. I should have more of that. I should have less of that or whatever it is, right? When you see other people on specifically social media, but it could be at a business conference, because we all put our best foot forward, as you know, I don't have to tell you that, but we all do that, right? We put our best foot forward in those environments, especially on social media. So I always have kind of lived by this thing, be a producer and not a consumer, my little motto for social. But that's something that stresses me out for sure, because I'll just start to think, oh, you know, poor me (laughs) and go into that stressy feeling. Another one is thinking, why am I not further ahead? Why am I not further ahead? Then what? Well, comparing myself to others, right? So that's another one where I'm just sitting here and look at my age or I look at my... I always go for the lack of accomplishments rather than the accomplishments. And I start stressing about that. Another one is not hitting my expectations or knowing that I could have done better. So have any of you guys ever not hit your expectations? Have you ever failed at a launch in your product or service that you launched to the world or got a new website and it didn't work or new team didn't work? But that whole thing of just have these expectations for yourself and you just don't get there. Another one, so I'm pretty good at being present, I think. Not all the time, like none of us can be 100%, So when I know I'm not, it's hard because I just have so too much going on right there in that moment. And I'm trying my best to be present with the thing I'm working on. But then I know inside, oh, I missed the mark on that one. So that's another one. Maybe some of these, I'm just giving you ideas for me. And some of these might help you as well to sort of think, yeah, you know, that's the thing that always triggers me. Another thing is spending too much time on devices that I feel can stress people out for sure, right? Because think about all the different factors of that. You might be on your phone. And again, you're on social and you're getting stressed from that, or you're checking your email app and you're getting stressed from that, or you're on your computer or whatever it is. You're just spending a lot of time on devices and you feel as such that you're bombarded by messaging, which can be pretty full on. Another big one saying yes, when I know I should say no. I have definitely been pretty bad at this in the past, And there's been like opportunities, or I think they're opportunities that present themselves to me. And instead of going away and thinking, is this going to actually fit into my goals and my outcomes for my life and my business? I immediately go, yeah, that sounds great. And then I end up spending huge amounts of time on failed projects. Oftentimes it comes from external people that are approaching me for things and I just don't do my due diligence or I don't look into it properly. But that is another big one saying yes when you know you should be saying no. And then you regret your decision. (laughs) Another one is not spending that little bit of extra time to train a team member or finding the right contractor. And instead, I just do it myself. So I used to be really bad at that as well. I'm getting better, but it's that sort of mindset of, and I have a really great actually interview coming up in the next episode, that sort of playing the martyr of your time and thinking, oh, I'm better than everyone and I should be doing this. You can get oftentimes caught up in that sort of way of thinking, right? As a business owner, but it just ends up stressing you out because you're stuck doing everything yourself. So, not spending that little bit of extra time to train somebody or find the right person for the role, you know, that's important. And that can add a lot of stress if you're not doing that. Another one dwelling on the past, getting too caught up in the past. Maybe that's you comparing your current situation to the past. You know, you think about, people that hang out from high school and all they talk about is like, how good was the past? All these really great stories. And then you might start thinking, yeah, I don't really like my life the way it is right now. That could be one or dwelling on the past in the way that you're dwelling on past failures that you think are failures. I remember my previous business I had before this one, it failed basically, it didn't do well. And I was beating myself up on that over and over and over and over again. And a friend of mine, Linda, said to me, Instead of looking at it as a failure, why don't you look at it as just a stepping stone? Just a stepping stone to get from where you were at that time to where you are going. It's just a step in the path of your life. And it's kind of just an interesting shift for me because I was just dwelling on it so much that I failed. I failed. I worked so hard. I got nothing from it. Not having enough social time is another one that can stress you out, especially if you're out socializing and then you're stressing that you should be working. (laughs) That's another one. For me, this comes off and on, but thinking that I should have been a better stepmom. I'm always questioning that, so much so that I ended up, I was in therapy for a little while, and I was even talking through that with a therapist, and I was just like, I just don't feel like I've been good enough, you know? She's like, says who? But that's a huge one. If you have kids, if you're running your business, then you're going to probably have some regrets in there, maybe, some of you, somewhere along the line. So those are me, that's me. Those are just a list of I think, things that come up for me that can kind of kick me into overwhelm or stress mode. And I just thought I'd give you some ideas as a starting point. But what about you guys? What about you? What stresses you out? Again, we're doing this exercise because it just helps you to know what things that maybe you can work on. If you don't know, you can't do anything with it. So think about it. You know What gives you stress in your life? What gives you stress? And another good question on the flip side of that is what makes you happy? And then what gives you a sense of accomplishment? Because that's important. You want to feel like you've accomplished things. And if you're a hard worker and you're growing your business, oftentimes you don't stop enough to look at your accomplishments. But what gives you a sense of accomplishment? And what can you commit to that is good for you right now and in the long term? Just a couple sort of prompts to perhaps. Get you thinking from stress to proactivity. And I'll give you some ideas on that whole list of things that stress me out, how I manage those things so I don't actually linger in those for too long. Hey, hustle rebels. Did you know this podcast is brought to you by Website Love? That's my business. To help you cut back on the busyness in your business, A good place to start is to get your foundations right. I have two gifts for you to help you get your website working better. Watch the video masterclass, six things your website needs to get more customers or download the ultimate checklist, a 14-step plan to patch the leaks on your website. Just visit hustlerebellion.com now and scroll down to get access. So the first one is managing my calendar better. And I'm sure maybe a lot of you guys could do this as well. I've spoken to this a lot in previous episodes, not only solo episodes, but people that I've interviewed. A lot of the business owners I've interviewed so far say the same thing. You've got to take charge of your calendar. Don't let it take control over you. So managing that better, setting up a really good system where everything is in there so you can move things around when you're not feeling up to it. I talked about decision fatigue in a previous episode. You know, I'm constantly moving things around in my calendar. If I realize like my brain just can't think anymore for the day, I might move an easier task from the next day into the end of the day before, for example. So managing your calendar better. Another thing is getting good at delegating and, and I stress the word and, and training people. It's not just about delegating. It is ongoing training can't just go, hey, here's the systems and procedures, or here's something I want you to do, see ya, go off and do it. You've got to get good at constantly training, providing resources, checking in. That's actually what I've realized makes the most difference. Before my other business that I used to have, we would just sort of like delegate things and then everything fell apart because we didn't have good training. We didn't have follow-up. We didn't have that sort of support system that you need if you are going to delegate I think that's why a lot of people freak out about delegating as well, because you're just literally like, oh, no one can do it as good as me, or I can't find anyone that's good enough, because it's a different human being. It isn't you. It's somebody else, and they don't know what's going on inside your head. They cannot read your thoughts. So get good at delegating and also get that training going that you need to support them. Another thing is creating great systems. So systems and procedures documents, however that looks in your business. And we actually do talk about that coming up in the next episode as well, which you definitely will want to tune into. So with your systems, it's looking at things that, you know, you do a lot of and how do you package that up into like a training step by step. And then you either use it at first, but then eventually you're going to want to give that to a team member to help you out. So something that I do on my team. So one of the women on my team, Prue, she's always developing these for me. Whenever there's something that's coming up, I'm like, okay, let's create a system for that. We have like just documents that say, step one, do this with a screen grab or whatever. Sometimes a Loom video that I make, that will go in there. And what we're going to do is every single year, we're going to go back to the library of documents and look at which ones no longer apply, which ones need to get better. So it's Something that you don't just create once and like go, cool, it's done, all good. You want to revisit those, but creating good systems. Go outside, you guys. Go outside and ground yourself in nature. This is also something that so many of my guests have said so far. If you've been listening for any amount of time, you'll be hearing anything from I go outside in the grass and I take my shoes off, or I go sit in the sun, or I sit on the deck, or I take a walk. It's a consistent theme over and over and over again. From people that I'm talking to. And it is important. And for me, I like going out on our deck. It's winter here in Sydney, so it's really cold. But if it's sunshiny, going out there and sitting on the deck or even just sort of sitting near the window and staring outside for a little while, just get away from the computer when you can and preferably get outside and get fresh air. That's huge. Another thing you can do to sort of help your overwhelm is Being realistic with how long something takes, important. That's why if you have a good calendar system, you look at what you've done in the past and you constantly change, like you literally go in there be truthful with yourself and go, okay, well, this project actually took me three hours, so I need to change in my calendar from the one hour I thought to three hours. However you do that with yourself, but calendar can be an easy thing. Because then as you go forward, you can look back on certain appointments that you've had or certain projects that you've worked on, and you can see how much time it took you. And then going ahead, you have a more realistic idea of how long it will take. This is a big one for me, a big work in progress, because I'm always underestimating how long something takes. So then I put too much in my calendar for the day. So I'm working out this right now. But it is a big one because what happens is that you can never get anything done you want, and then you're beating yourself up about it. So that's another one. Managing expectations of anyone, your clients, big one, big one. Managing their expectations of your project together, uh, your team, yourself, expectations for yourself. Another good one to help with stress is building an incredible onboarding process for new clients, new team members coming into your business. That is a huge one. And that can be a great system that you develop and tweak and get better at over time. But with our clients, like there's so many touch points when you come on board with us from like the calls that we go through to the introduction to the team members to personalized videos from me to checklists. And yeah, sure, could I get better? I'm sure. But there's a lot of different touch points to really hold the hand of that person to manage their expectations. Because as you know, you guys, you may think, okay, I've told this client exactly what they get in the project and it seems like they got it, right? They understood the agreement, but then they don't. They haven't read half of it or they've said yes when they should have said, no, I don't understand because sometimes we feel stupid and we say, yeah, sure, I understand, but you don't. So there's this huge piece of stress that can be alleviated if you help to hold the hand of the client or the team member really through a great onboarding process. That's another one. And make sure, and this is the last one, make sure that the time you schedule for yourself stays put. Make sure. So if you have an exercise routine, make sure that you commit to those days that you're going to the gym. I go to Pilates at a minimum four days a week. It's always the same exact time and day every single week. I know to never ever schedule anything over on the top of that socially or with work because it's very, very important, your health, right? So make sure that your time is locked into your calendar. Do it in advance, do it for the year, lock in a holiday, whatever that looks like for you. And then you know that you're committing to yourself as well. So hopefully that helps, just give you some ideas. I don't know. Why this episode came to mind, but I was just sort of thinking it might be interesting to have a conversation with you around starting to be aware of what is actually stressing you out. And that's why I gave you some examples for me. Some of those you might resonate with, some of them you might have different ones, but what actually stresses you out? And then once you know that, you might notice a theme in and amongst it. If it's a lot of comparisonitis stuff, well, then you've got to look at systems or ways so you're not. All the time looking at other people's social media feeds. How are you going to control that? If it's something to do with expectations or painful clients, there's something in there to look at. Maybe it's better sales processes or pre qualifying or onboarding. What are the themes? That's where you start. And then that's where you can look at how you're going to use systems, team, and mindset to get through those moments. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I really appreciate your support. And I can't believe we're almost to episode 30. We're getting close. Okay, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, Hustle Rebels. If you enjoyed tuning in, you have to check out hustlerebellion.com. It's where you get access to the special resources mentioned in these episodes and can watch the video versions. If this episode gave you a few tips to help you run your business better so you can live a more joyful life, please rate and review it and pass it along to a fellow business owner. As always, thank you for your support.